0: Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. Tony, I still can't believe the Colts hired Jeff Saturday right
2: off TV. Tony Kornheiser, I think it's a trend. I just got a call from the Lakers. Turns out they want me to play. Oh boy, they stink. Okay, they want me to play. They think can I can you hit shoot threes. it? Can you shoot it? Uh, I don't know, but I can. Because of my TV background, I can announce ah. it as I shoot it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make you a reveal right was. now. Um,
0: Larry Brown and Julius Irving have both said to me, to my face, that you were a pretty good shooter in high school. Is this true?
2: I was a two-hand set shooter in the 1920s. It's a long time ago. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, the Colts introduce Jeff Saturday. The college football playoff committee looks for a fourth. And the Angels say they've decided what to do with Shohei Otani. But we begin today with the Baltimore Ravens beating the Middling Saints last night in New Orleans, 27-13. Lamar Jackson, who was still unsigned, threw for 133 yards and a touchdown, and he ran for 82 more yards. Baltimore's defense held up well, and the Ravens are now 6-3. and three. So, Wilbon, have the Ravens convinced you they're back to being a trustworthy contender? Yeah, Tony, I think they have. And part of it's two new names to that
0: equation. Roquan Smith, very familiar to me and people of my ilk. I mean, he just gets in there and he he makes tackles. And and unlike in Chicago where they couldn't figure out how to use a guy who could lead the league in tackles, Baltimore can do that. And they figure out how to free up other people to do the value thing, which is rush the passer. But somebody's got to anchor the defense. And, oh, my God, the Ravens have had that kind of anchor for the last 25 years. You know, they know how to do that. And this Kenyon Drake kid, if he's out there running the ball and making up for part of the rushing game that Baltimore had lost because of injury, (laughs) you add these people in, Tone, to do very familiar and important tasks in that franchise, uh, yes, I think they have enough with that quarterback. With Lamar being healthy, as long as he's healthy, I think they can be a serious contender.
2: So let's deal with all of those issues. My issue with Baltimore is the fourth quarter. They have had double-digit leads. In every single game, they played nine games. And they've lost three games. The only two other teams to do that in the last 20 years were 9-0. and They didn't lose any games. So are they trustworthy? I would say not yet. What do they have that's good? Their defense was terrible last year and terrible earlier this year, if you remember the fourth, fourth quarter quarters. against Miami. Yeah. Against Miami. But it seems to be, as you're pointing out, better now. Lamar Jackson is terrific. Everybody worries, will he get hurt? He's not a hurdler, okay? He's been a runner in college and a runner in the pros, and he doesn't get hurt because he know, he knows what he's doing. The problem with the team is they don't get a lot of big plays, so they don't get a lot of big that scores. Of all and they're the a grinded out team yeah. on the ground. And sometimes it's tough with a grinded out team to beat the better teams. Tone, look,
0: people look for the big splash, explosion plays now, chunk plays, and they all these definitions, yeah. more than 20, more than 25, more than 30 yards. How many of those do you have? I'll, I'll agree with you, but I think the first piece in this, and Baltimore grows, they evolve. If they're healthy, they tend to evolve a lot of years, which is why they're in it. <clears throat> and I just think, again, the, the, the trade for Roquan Smith allows them to get that defensive identity, that Baltimore has succeeded they with need that. the past. They start Yeah, that's there. the team of
2: Ray Lewis. Yes, and when that's they can Ray run Lewis's the ball Lewis's like team. they did last night, when they can do that? You're right. I think you have to make room, now that Buffalo lost to the Jets, yeah. and maybe Josh Allen is hurt. That's right. You have we'll to know make room for yet. Baltimore, Miami, and Cincinnati. Yep. It is reported that Baltimore's schedule is the easiest, easiest. in the yeah. league to rest the away. Seven straight games. Seven, in the next seven teams are under 500. Yeah. I would just... I would just say this, I don't I don't trust the BPIs yeah. all the time. Yeah, yeah, but you know who either. I trust on that team, Mike? They got the greatest kicker of all time. They do. They do. Tucker. They do. He's the best ever. They do. They do. The Colts, as we know,
0: introduced Jeff Saturday as their new head coach last night. Team owner Jimmy Ursay said he's glad Saturday doesn't have any NFL experience and hasn't learned to be fearful. Ursay has received criticism that he didn't promote from within or consider a minority candidate. Tony, after listening to all the parties weigh in, are you more or less confident that hiring Saturday was a smart decision?
2: I'm thrilled that Jeff Saturday got hired. I I mean, I like watching him on television. It's wonderful. Although I don't understand what Jimmy Ursay is talking about when he says no experience is good. I mean, I, I don't understand that. I watched Jeff Saturday yesterday. I know why he was hired. The team stinks. It's not going to make the playoffs. He's a local hero. He's a bright guy. I was very impressed with his honesty and his self-awareness. Then I watched Marcus Spears on the Get Up show this morning. And Marcus Spears said, and I'm almost quoting him word for word, I love Jeff Saturday. I hope he wins every game. But this is a slap in the face at all other coaches in the NFL. Those guys are working at it every day, and they see some guy from TV drop in and become the head coach. And Marcus Spears was very clear to say, I'm not talking just about black coaches and opportunity. I'm talking about all coaches and opportunity. And he said, And I love them. And it got me to thinking if the cowboy job opened and they gave it to Troy Aikman, who you and I love, what would we say? I would say, What are you doing? What, why did you pick Troy Aikman? So that's how I feel about it now. And Mike, I think I'm right. I think Pat Riley came from the booth. Yeah, basketball I know Steve Kerr is came more. from the booth. Yeah, and, basketball. And, and, and is they've more. won. But Steve Nash had credentials, and it didn't work out. And Matt Millen, who we both Ooh, thought would be Matt the greatest Millen. GM ever, yeah, it didn't work out. No, I don't know. Tony, I don't know. I
0: have conflicted feelings. I mean, it's impossible to meet and interact with Jeff Saturday and not come away not only respecting him but liking him. I mean, thorough, just like, I'd like to hang out with this guy. He's that guy. He's smart. He's got a, a, a very honest charisma. You know, he's, he's, he's not trying to have a certain effect on anybody. It's just who he is. And you know that probably can connect to the locker room because he's been a locker room all his life before he got to TV. But as That's Marcus right. Spears said, Tony, I agree down the line with what Spears said. It, it, I'm, I feel conflicted. What about all these other no. coaches who are working at this day and no. night, some cases for no. decades, and Ursay's is going to get criticized justifiably so. Also, looking at minority candidates, this is what owners in that league do, and they don't get the benefit of the doubt, but he, his family at least, I guess it was no. him, has hired two black head coaches, one of whom was That's the first right. Tony Dungy to win a Super Bowl. That's right. And then gave Caldwell so a not, chance so that, nobody else was so – it, it, Tony, it's complex and can be conflicting for some of us. And that's why this is going to bear watching. I mean, we, it, we're all going to be say this in about, it.
2: I've listened to Jimmy Ursay talk for 20 or 30 years, and sometimes it's incomprehensible what he says. He inherited that team from his father. He didn't pass a test to get that team. He didn't stand online to get that particular team. I think he got lucky. Bill Polian was there, and then Peyton Manning showed up. Yeah. And, and yeah. much of the success with the Colts that Jimmy Ursay has is because of, I'm just I'm just saying that I'm fine with him doing this with Jeff Saturday, but I don't see him necessarily as a beacon of light. I move on. Tonight we will see the second college football playoff poll revealed. It's pretty much accepted that Georgia, Ohio State, and Michigan will be the top three in some order. The fourth spot is the intriguing one. Clemson will drop out of four after the way Notre Dame pounded them. So the question seems to be, will one-loss Tennessee drop to four, or will unbeaten TCU rise to four? Wilbon, what do you think the committee will do? Uh, the history of all
0: these committees and all the people in college football is that they like big, established, famous, big conference programs. That, that's the history yes. of that sport. And so will it surprise me if Tennessee is for No, it won't surprise me. Would I like to see TCU? Yeah, I'd like to see TCU. That's not the way it usually works. There are prejudices, and that is the overwhelming prejudice in that sport. We want blue bloods. We want teams that we are familiar with, whose histories we know. And so I I don't care as much, Tony, because I think there's ample opportunity to play oneself in or out of these situations. So I'm not going to go crazy, But I'd almost be surprised
2: if they have TCU in the fourth spot in this second poll. So I sat on the set last week, and I said the biggest loser in the first poll was TCU because the committee put a one-loss Alabama at six and a no-loss TCU at seven. I had no arguments with top five. They were all unbeaten. Uh, Tennessee, Ohio State, Georgia, Clemson, Michigan, that's fine. But to me, as it does to you, it reveals a prejudice towards the SEC. They want the SEC in there. They can do that again this week. If they drop one loss, Tennessee to four, and they keep no loss, TCU, let's say, at five. TCU's done everything they asked them to do. They beat everybody on the schedule, including four ranked teams. And by the way, Tennessee's victory over Alabama is diminished just a little bit because right. LSU has, also, has yeah. also beaten Alabama. But I think, Mike, if they, if they could— if they could, they'd keep out all Big 12 teams. They'd keep out all ACC teams except Clemson. They'd keep out all Pac-12 teams. And maybe we're going to get to the point, maybe, where a one-loss Oregon plays a one-loss USC, maybe, in, in the Pac-12 championship. Yeah. And then I think that winner has to get in. I think they have to I don't think anybody
0: has to. Clemson has to drop. Tennessee ought to drop. And Alabama has to drop. They have to. And so there's room for TCU. Tony, being fifth, TCU being fifth tonight is not the worst thing, okay? No, because if they beat Texas, they move up. We're barely two weeks into November. So there's some time for TCU to move up, and there's some time for the others to not be unbeaten anymore. I mean, you know, Michigan and Ohio State are not going to both be unbeaten. So, you know, it's Not. not a national emergency just yet.
2: Let's take a break. Still to come, is Nick Saban or Bill Belichick more likely to win another title? And did Marcus Freeman or Brian Kelly have the bigger win on Saturday?
0: Toss-up is next.
2: I really enjoyed the discussion about Saturday that I watched on TV this morning. Yeah. And I root for him. I'm glad he got the job.
0: They were really, I mean, they were just really smart, in-depth, Opinions well, it's the get and up tanks, era, Mike. as they say now. It's, it's the get up era. It's the get up
2: era. Greedy, that's My man. where we live. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Pardon the interruption is presented by Johnny Walker. Keep walking. Please drink responsibly. Part of Happy Hour. Uninterrupted listening, so no more cliffhangers. Amazon Music offers the most ad free top podcasts, so we know they definitely have something for you. And it's already included in your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to Amazon.com slash PTI. That's Amazon.com slash PTI to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Have you ridden an electric e bike yet? You need to check out Electric E Bikes today, the number one selling e bike in America. so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L E C T R I C ebikes.com com. Pardon the interruption is brought to you by Johnny Walker. Please drink responsibly, part of happy hour.
2: It's time for Toss-Up. Two men enter, one man leaves, finishes the show, then spends way too much of the evening figuring out who he's going to shout out to tomorrow and today as well. What's first? Toss-Up, more likely to win another title. Nick Saban or Bill Belichick? Well, Saban's not going to win this year because he's not going to make the playoffs. Belichick can make the playoffs, so theoretically he can win. But I don't think he's going to win. I don't think he's ever going to win again because he's not going to get Tom Brady again. Nick Saban can go out and recruit great players. Now, you're going to say uh, the SEC has caught up to him. Okay, maybe Kirby Smart has passed him. Brian Kelly's breathing down his neck. Deion Sanders may come there. That's all true. But he can still recruit great players. That's why he's in the mix every single year. Belichick, Belichick has to wait to see what drops to him in the draft. It's harder that way. Well, just the pros are harder. Belichick is not going to be in the
0: top five of best teams every year for whatever's left. And both these guys, by the way, are in their 70s. So, I mean, you know, I mean, I don't want to say the clock is ticking, but the clock is ticking. Saban, even... It is for me. (laughs) I I wasn't going there. Saban (laughs) is still in the top what? He may drop to nine or ten, maybe drop. Like, Like, that's the bottom for him. And as soon as next season starts, he's going to get votes for number one. He may be preseason number one again. So the answer is Nick Saban. Clearly,
2: as great as Belichick. He could win next year and the year after that. He could could win all the time. That's right. Because he gets, he's Alabama. He gets in the living room. That's right. He does. Now, what's next? Toss-up, who had the bigger win, Brian Kelly or Marcus Freeman? Okay, they're both great wins. Let's establish that. Freeman started out 0-2 with a terrible loss to Martian. A terrible loss. And because he hadn't been a head coach before, already people were saying, did we make the right choice here? So to beat Clemson, to pound Clemson at Notre Dame, creates like a coronation effect for him. It's joyful. It's wonderful. I don't think he has to worry about anything now. But the bigger win is Brian Kelly's win. Because he beat Nick Saban in Alabama. And Freeman beat Dabo Sweeney and Clemson. And I'm sorry, the only one step up ahead of Clemson and Sweeney is Alabama and Saban. And when Kelly went for two and he won that game, everybody who cared about LSU said, we got the right guy. He can even have that stupid, phony Southern accent. That's the bigger win, Mike. Yeah, but Tony, I'm not going to disagree with the logic there. But we got the right
0: guy until he wins a national championship. And in the third game of the next year, they want to fire him. And they (laughs) will fire him because that's what they do at LSU. But I'm sorry. Marcus Freeman, Marcus Freeman, if he did a black coach in college football with the profile of Notre Dame, that job, his back is always he's down on the railroad tracks after every game. After any loss, he didn't just start off 0-2. He lost a bowl game, which meant 0-3. And trust me, you could hear the groans all the way from South Bend. So I'm talking about self-preservation homes, and that distinction belonged more so to Marcus Freeman.
2: That's it. Let's take one last break. But still to come, the Angels have made a decision about what they're doing with Shohei this offseason.
0: And the Utah Jazz. Lead the Western Conference. Are you kidding me? Do we have to start believing in them?
2: I think it's a belief in Danny Ainge. He got rid of the best players. We thought he'd win 10 games. Yeah, he's already won 10. He must know what he's doing. got nine already. He must
1: know, right? Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part? Each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats Rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. shopify.com slash network pardon the interruption is presented by johnny walker keep walking please drink responsibly part of happy hour
2: send the blue happy time people happy 35th birthday sam bradford you're forgiven if you haven't thought about bradford in a while he's been out of the nfl since 2018 bradford won the heisman at oklahoma was the number one overall pick in 2010 by the Rams, signed a six-year, $78 million contract without having played it down. With so much money, the league instituted a wave scale for rookies after that. Bradford was rookie of the year in 2010, but then got hit by a series of injuries that took him out of play. He went to the Eagles, then the Vikings, finally the Cardinals. Bradford's career record as a starter was 34-48-1, and he never played in a playoff game and he still made $130 million. So happy birthday, Sam. Yeah, mama let your kids grow up to be quarterbacks.
0: I mean, my goodness, Tony, but there's so many guys like him out there who have promised but never make it. It's why 32 NFL teams right now, they're about, what, 12 to
2: 14 quarterbacks you trust? Maybe 15? I ain't going any higher than that. Yeah, happy anniversary, Oregon. On this day, eight years ago, Utah was on its way to an early two-touchdown lead over the number four Ducks when receiver Kalen Clay dropped the ball just inches short of the end zone to celebrate what he thought was a 78-yard touchdown. Oregon defenders alertly picked the ball up, returned it 99 yards the other way for a score, tying the game and sucking the air out of Salt Lake City on their way to a 51-27 win. This year, Oregon is now number six in the polls, reeling off eight straight wins after getting their doors blown off by Georgia. It is remotely possible that a one-loss Pac-12 team like Oregon, USC, or UCLA could make the playoffs this year. Could.
0: Well, Tony, at least USC as a player, Caleb Williams, quarterback from Washington, D.C., right here, that everybody ought to want to watch. He's a great passer of the football. He's mobile enough, he can run it enough to give himself that added dimension. But people, he's on late at night. He's from right here, you know who he is, but you don't watch him because he comes on too late. 10.30 10.30
2: Too late. Eastern time, which is good for me. Too late. Too late. Happy trails to the Angels trading Shohei Otani this offseason. Angels GM Perry Manassian said bluntly of trading their unicorn pitcher and hitter, and I'm quoting here, We're not moving him. Otani is not getting moved. He will be with us to start the season. Our goal is for him to be here a long time, unquote. Otani has one year remaining under the control of the Angels, who have not made the playoffs since he got there despite the presence of Otani, Mike Trout, and Anthony Rendon. Otani recently said that this August and September, and I'm quoting here, felt longer to me than last year, unquote, raising speculation he might like to leave the Angels, Mike, and go to a contending team. Yeah,
0: the logic of most baseball teams, it seems to me, and I find this just so stupid, is we don't have enough great players to contend, so let's get rid of the greatest one we got. Oh, yeah, let's go that way and trade it for two or three lottery tickets. That's baseball and one of the many problems. Theo can't solve that problem, Tony, because you can't put a pitch clock on it and make people smarter in front offices.
2: Juan Soto, that's what happened right at the trade deadline. Let's go to the big finish. Let's do it. Jerry Jones told 105.3 The Fan that Odell Beckham Jr. would look, quote, pretty good unquote, with a star on his helmet. Do you agree?
0: You know, we want to get into the position of having to agree with Jerry Jones every week or something with the Cowboys. Not me. Luka Doncic now has nine straight games with 30-plus points to
2: start the season. Tell us why that's significant, Mr. Tony. Because the only guy who's done that as well is Wilt Chamberlain. Yeah, there we have Now, Luka's got nine. Wilt had 23 that's in a row. That's amazing. 23. Yeah. The Bucks and Cavs both had their winning streak snapped. Your thoughts?
0: Yeah I mean the, the Cavs could have moved into a first place tie but they blew a 13-point lead late in the fourth quarter. last three minutes of the game, surprising, but they are having a terrific season. the jazz. the jazz now lead the West. At nine and three are you a believer?
2: I'm a believer, not a doubt a trace of, not a trace of doubt in my mind. me and Davy Jones. No, let's see what they look like after 30 games. Last one. No NBA tonight. What are you going to watch? Law and Order 12? I
0: got DVR'd. I'm, I got FBI, FBI International, FBI Most Wanted.
2: I would say election coverage, <laughs> but no, I'm not. We're out of time. We're trying to do better the next time. Florida basketball. Shout out. You beat Stony Brook 81-45. Good. Hey, Stony Brook. I'm Mike Bond. Same time tomorrow, Knuckleheads. You
0: can get the podcast on the Apple Apple Podcast. Odell would look great in a.